guys, and welcome to Otson La Liga. Not the Premier League, as we are seeing, but this is uh, La Liga, and we are with Álvaro Romeo to analyze the 27th match day. Here you are. How are you? Hello, hello. Very well, thank you. Looking forward to this. I mean, it's spring is coming. I can see it. I can feel it. And La Liga is little by little coming to an end. And I think that it's super exciting because at the top, Real Madrid, Sevilla, Betis, Barcelona are holding the Champions League positions. But there is a chaser like Atletico who lately have won the last two games. Then Real Sociedad is improving with Mikel Merino being fantastic in the game against Mallorca. Villarreal will push still for uh, European places. So really, it's looking very entertaining and there are only 12 games to go. So let's get on with it. Let's go then with uh, our show of La Liga. Don't forget to comment the video and to press the like. Let's go on now with the show. A lot of things still to be decided, of course, and uh, we have a title race because Sevilla is six points uh, away from Real Madrid and our first game on Friday is Alaves-Sevilla. The Andalusian team won the derby to one. They are struggling a lot when they are traveling. Álvaro, no victories in the last five away games in all competition, even in the Europa League. Alaves, as we know, they are struggling. Perhaps they've improved a little bit in the last weeks uh, with Mendilibar. We saw it in Getafe, so I'm not sure if you can trust this Sevilla playing away with these odds that actually are not that bad, around 2.0. No, they, they are not bad. Uh, well, let's start by Alaves. They drew two all with Getafe. That is, uh, in my eyes, a very good result away from home. Uh, survival is four points away for Alaves. It's still doable, but it is mm -hmm. difficult. There is a decent, decent record for Alaves against top sides in La Liga this season. Let's don't forget that Sevilla, Atletico, Barcelona, and I believe that Real Madrid too, drop points uh, with Alaves this season. But this is a different stage of the campaign. Uh, the big teams are not giving away too much anymore. And I think that Alaves is going to suffer from uh, this uh, from this aspect, that uh, Sevilla is going to take this game super seriously because they know that Real Madrid is only six points away and there is a head-to-head -head game. There is a, a direct game between Sevilla and Real Madrid as Sánchez and Juan coming up very soon. Um, when it comes to Sevilla, I think the biggest problem for them ahead of this game is the injuries. I mean, Diego Carlos picked an injury against Petis in the Grand Derby. Same thing happened to Papu Gómez. Rekic is still in the sidelines. Let's see. Let's see who can play this game. Montiel is just back. Um, I think that uh, Lamela uh, is back in training after the shoulder injury, but he's not ready to play 90 minutes, definitely not. So, yeah, this is the main problem for Sevilla. Sevilla has been away from home pretty, pretty uh, reliable. They have conceded only seven goals, uh, seven, seven goals away from home. And I think that for this game, well, we could expect maybe under 2.5 goals. I think that Sevilla away from home when they win, they don't beat anybody heavily and they don't concede many. So under 2.5 goals in this game, that pays 161. That's better than marginal. Sevilla to win, as you mentioned before. Well, I know that Sevilla away from home haven't been perfect, but as I said before, normally they get the job done. And the job done right now for Sevilla means winning because Real Madrid is still six points away. So Sevilla to win, 
away from home. That doubles up your bet. And there is another one that I like here, but I find it more speculative, of course, which is a win to nil for Sevilla, 288. Uh, every time Sevilla wins away this season, you should know that they win to nil. They did, they did it against Cadiz, against Athletic, against Betis, against Celta, and against Getafe. Five wins away this season, all of them winning to nil. So you can actually think that your money is safe in winning to nil. That pays 288. Five wins to nil, indeed. Uh, six draws and two defeats. Uh, Sevilla playing away. They are the third best team in La Liga. And we have good odds for Sevilla to win. Blue Shark is going for that. Home of TikTok, Sevilla is in handicap minus one. You have, of course, better odds if they only win by one goal. You get your money back. The problem is that Sevilla, they are not uh, smashing teams when they are playing away from the Sanchez Pijuan. They have a game, of course, in the middle of the week back to the Europa League against uh, West Ham United. We will analyze that the following week, but... Let's continue with La Liga on Saturday. We have another game, Osasuna, Villarreal. And here we also have pretty good odds, in my opinion, if we trust Villarreal. And this, in this case, uh, Emery's men, they are really, really reliable in the last weeks. Three points away from Barcelona after the convincing victory. 5-1 against Espanyol. They are really informed. And as we know, Álvaro, this Osasuna, they are so bad playing at home. Only one, uh, only two victories this season. The, they are the second worst team playing at home. That's why I'm surprised to see these uh, good odds for the yellow team. I know. Uh, I think the problem with Villarreal is that they did it so badly at the beginning of the season that maybe uh, the bookies are still not trusting them fully. But Villarreal to win away pays 217. And uh, that sounds to me about right. That sounds to me about Sounds to me about right, but at the same time, I don't know if uh, this can be the kind of tricky game that me that Villarreal is uh, uh, is botching up here. Uh, they could make a mistake here. I can see that happening, and I know that Villarreal they haven't lost. Let me go back to the numbers in the last six games. That is very good. I mean, the team is on fire. The other day, by the way, Jeremy Pino scored four goals, mm -hmm. and he's under 20 years old, so have a look at this guy. This boy is good, his quality, and like Pedri, uh, another player from the Canary Islands, I think that they are going to be important for the Spanish national team in the future, especially Pedri, but Jeremy Pino, just have a, have a look at this player, because uh, he's very entertaining, he dribbles past, and he's one of the best weapons Villarreal has right now, especially for this game, because Alcácer is doubtful, Gerard Moreno Probably he won't be fit for this game. So maybe we will see Dan Yuma and Jeremy Pino playing up front again. Uh, when it comes to Osasuna, well, the season uh, is a little bit inexplicable for them because normally Osasuna is much better at home than away from home. But this season has been the opposite. Away from home, they've been better. Uh, they only got two wins at home. They beat Cadiz. They beat Rayo at home. But, uh, you know, that is not enough to their standards. The good thing for Osasuna is that coming into this game, Villarreal probably has more demands, more urgencies. Uh, they have to win because they are still seventh on the table. And Osasuna is 11 points of relegation. Uh, I think that Osasuna can rest assured. They are going to stay in La Liga for another year. So, you know, I think that Villarreal can make a mistake here. Don't ask me why, but I got this feeling. Uh, they haven't been perfect. They haven't been perfect this season. Uh, I know that uh, at the same time they they may be tired a little bit because they've been playing in the Champions League too. They still have to play against Juventus. So, yes, I could back Villarreal winning. Yes, of course, because the money is very good. Uh, 
if you go for it, it you are not crazy. I think that you are doing kind of the right thing or the logical thing. But uh, I'm going to focus in some other markets because I've got a bad feeling about Villarreal in this game. Like, for example, Asian Handicap plus 0.25 in the first half for Sasuna. That pays 173. I like that one. That means that if Osasuna wins the first half, you win. And if they draw in the first half, you get half a win. I like that one too. Uh, that pays 173. That doesn't mean that Villarreal doesn't win this game. But what I mean is that maybe Villarreal will find the slow start in this game and they will find it difficult from the beginning of the game to impose themselves. Okay, you don't trust uh, Villarreal that much. Blue Shark is going for Villarreal. As we are mentioning, you have uh, very good odds if you are trusting Emery's men, but Alvaro is not very convinced uh, about it. Uh, you also mentioned that Osasuna, they are quite uh, safe in the middle of the table. Let's go to another game, Español Getafe, and these two teams, uh, more or less, they are safe, but... Be careful still. They still need to get some points to stay away from the relegation battle. Getafe six points away from Cadiz. Uh, of course, uh, some months ago, no one could expect that. So they are doing a very fine job with Quique Sanchez Flores, but they are not winning in the last games. Only one victory in the last five. Also, Espanol is really out of form. Uh, winless in the last eight. I cannot see here Espanol favorite. Alvaro, perhaps it's because Getafe, they are awful when they are playing away. But this is the kind of game, as uh, our friend Tom Rennie says, that smells a drop. <laughs> it's got a little bit that smell. I think that we will see goal. We will see goals here. I got that feeling too. I mean, the last time the last time Espanol didn't score a goal, that was, if I am not mistaken, against Rayo Vallecano in December. That was the fifth of December. The last time Espanol didn't score a goal in a game. And Getafe has been scoring goals for the last four games. So I kind of expect goals in this game. I think that that is a pretty safe bet for this game. Uh, over two goals, for example, I like it. That pays 198. Let's not forget that Espanol has Raul de Tomás up front. Then the help of Guado, for example. Alex Vidal is back and he's uh, offering a lot of cutting edge on the right hand side. So... Espanol is scoring goals at home and is scoring goals this season. Again, they have scored at least one goal in their games from the 5th of December. Same thing applies for Getafe. Uh, by the way, Enel Sunal is becoming one of my favorite players in La Liga. One of the goals he scored the other day against Alaves was beautiful. Like it was a, a fake cross. It looked like a cross, but he put the ball in the back of the net. And that was probably my favorite goal of 2022 in La Liga alone. And Getafe is scoring goals. Getafe has improved a lot under Kike Sanchez Flores. I think that away from home, they are still competitive enough. So I'm expecting goals for this game. I'm going for the goals market only. And then it's for you to decide the full-time result. So over two goals, 198. And both teams to score. A little bit more speculative because a 2-0, for example, wouldn't help you. Uh, both teams to score 228. Sounds good, actually. And Van is also going uh, for goals in this game. Both teams to score, as you said, uh, is playing quite well. Eliesa is going for Espanol to win. And over 2.5 goals, who would have said that, no? Uh, Getafe to score goals, it looked uh, impossible at the beginning of the season, but... Unal is doing great. And on Saturday also we have Valencia-Granada. Be careful with this game because the odds for Valencia are quite low and I'm sure they are quite hungover after the qualification for the Copa del Rey final. What a fine job uh, Bordalas is doing with Valencia this season. They are 
only one step away from winning uh, another trophy. But in La Liga, it's true that they beat Mallorca, but they've not been uh, reliable in this 2022. Probably, Alvaro, also because they were taking an eye on the Copa del Rey. Yes. And Granada is also another team that is really poor right now. Only one point in the last six games, four points away from the relegation. So I'm sure they are targeting this game. Yeah, Granada started the season really badly. Then they had a really fine uh, run uh, from let's say, maybe mid-October until late December. And in 2022, Granada have been very poor, very mm -hmm. poor. Uh, and in fact, this year, they haven't won a single game. The last time they got a victory was a 2-1 against Atletico de Madrid uh, yeah, in the 22nd of December. So uh, Granada is concerning right now. And uh, for this game, they don't have particularly any big absentees or anything. I think that the story for Granada is not a story that explains itself like uh, like the following. Oh, yeah, uh, four key players got an injury, therefore we couldn't compete. No, I think that the problem has been more structural. Granada is totally incapable of keep, keeping an stability. This season, they have been very unstable. And uh, probably Valencia uh, can capitalize uh, from that. I think that uh, Valencia is getting better. Uh, Having won the last two games, uh, one against Mallorca away from home with a beautiful goal from Gabriel Paulista and uh, having won against Athletic Club Bilbao in the Cup semi-finals, being very competitive against Athletic, I have to say, probably will give Valencia some extra hope. Uh, for Valencia, the story is very simple. They know that uh, the qualification for Europe is uh, close for them now because they just have to win the Spanish Cup final. It's not easy, obviously, but it is, easy, it is easier than qualifying to Europe through La Liga because they are 11 points away from Europe. Uh, but still, coming into this game, I think Valencia is the favorite. I know that Gaia could be out because he picked an injury against Athletic Club Bilbao, and Gaia is the best left back, of, uh, probably one of the best in the league. Yeah. Uh, Alderete and Ilaix are suspended, and these players are giving Valencia a lot of physicality. But with the likes of Guillamón, Hugo Duro, um, Gabriel Paulista coming back, I think that Valencia has enough to win this game. So, Valencia to win, 187. I like this one alone. Over 2.5 goals, because Valencia lately has been scoring. Uh, for example, they put two against Barcelona. Uh, over 2.5 goals, 205. Uh, let's uh, hope or let's think that Granada can score a goal as well. Uh, I could go for that one too. And there is another speculative one, which is like Valencia winning by more than one goal. They uh, say handicap minus one for Valencia. Let's say Valencia wins 3-1, 2-0, uh, this time to Granada. It's not unthinkable to think that. Uh, that pays 2-59. But I'm going to stick to Valencia to win. I think that they got a lot of positives from the game against Athletic Club Bilbao, from the game against Mallorca, and they will translate those positives here. Valencia to win 187. Especially because, as you said, Granada, they are really struggling. Uh, both teams to score is for Blue Shark. Uh, Granada right now is the first team uh, to be safe and they are only four points away from Cadiz. So uh, still they need to collect uh, more points if they want to stay one year more in La Liga. And on Saturday also... Álvaro, we have uh, probably one of the best games in this match day together with Betis Atlético de Madrid. We have Real Madrid, Real Sociedad, especially because Real Madrid, they are struggling a lot in the last weeks. I would say even in 2022, they are not flashy. They are not uh, really entertaining lately. We saw it even in um, Vallecas winning 0-1 is a very important victory. 
And probably one of the best things uh, is that they are keeping uh, a lot of clean sheets. Uh, the defense is working uh, good, but not the midfield. Uh, Ancelotti probably needs to rotate. And we know that we have PSG in the following week. And Real Sociedad, they've improved uh, in the last weeks. Back-to-back -back victories against Mallorca, against Osasuna. Only two points away from the Champions League. So now that they are out of Europe, perhaps this is a, a difficult game also for Real Madrid hosting now Real Sociedad at Bernabeu. Could be, could be, but uh, I don't know. I think that maybe this is the time to for Real Sociedad to drop points. Uh, Real Madrid, uh, I agree with you, uh, they've been lately uh, doing just professional performances uh, since <laughs> the defeat against PSG. No more than that, really. Vinicius and Benzema, that uh, small society up front is still working very well, though, uh, and Real Madrid is benefiting from them both immensely. I think that Ancelotti is still thinks twice before making rotations. And I don't understand why, really. I mean, because some, some players, like, for example, Fede Valverde, anytime they play, they, they look totally fine to me. I mean, he should be playing more minutes. I yeah. also believe that, for example, the likes of Lucas Vázquez uh, could give a, a breather to Carvajal more often. Um, generally speaking, Carlo Ancelotti is not rotating a lot. And, uh, you know, I think that that's why Real Madrid sometimes they look a little bit slow, especially because their midfield is quite veteran, if not old, like in the case of Luka Modric. But Real Madrid is topping the table. Real Madrid is the safest team to bet on in La Liga because they are the leaders. They are the team that, ha that has considered less goals. And uh, we shouldn't forget that. If we see the bigger picture, if there is a team that you can bet on and you feel and to feel that... Uh, you are putting your money in safe hands, that is probably Real Madrid. Let's not forget that. Then Real Sociedad. I think that uh, they got a shock of reality against uh, RB Leipzig. I mean, they couldn't compete with Leipzig's speed, the quality of their players, and Kunku, Dani Olmo, were unplayable for them. Uh, but at the same time, in La Liga, they are doing their homework, as you said before. Uh, they have beaten the, uh, their last two opponents. Uh, they beat uh, Mallorca 2-0, by the way, uh, in midweek. Uh, that was one of the uh, games in hand, in hand, Real Sociedad had. And uh, it was important for them because it was the first win away since November for Real Sociedad. And because uh, Mikel Merino was fantastic. He scored one goal. He set up another one for David Silva. He kicked the crossbar in the second half. Uh, Mikel Merino is probably the player who actually uh, runs the attacks of Real Sociedad. He is the organizer of their game, the compass of Real Sociedad. And it is very good news that Mikel Merino is playing good football again. All that said, I think that Real Madrid mm, wouldn't be able to, to go... Or they wouldn't like to... They wouldn't afford uh, to lose this game uh, ahead of PSG because that will bring like bad vibes ahead of the game against the French team. So maybe Real Madrid to win is something that I like here. Real Madrid to win alone. It doesn't pay a lot, but 168, again, is more than a marginal win. The Asian handicap minus one for Real Madrid maybe gives you uh, more respect, you know, more reasons to, to be uncertain about your bet, but at the same time, it gives you good money, 213. And I like Asian handicap corners for Real Madrid here. Minus 1.5, meaning that if they take two more corners than Real Sociedad, uh, you win your bet. That pays 183. I'm going to back Real Madrid here. 
Blue Shark is going for Madrid to win and Benzema to score. It's always good to add up uh, Benzema to score because he's the only one scoring uh, lately in that uh, society with Vinicius. Perhaps we see more about Rodrigo or even Hazard or uh, some other players in the midfield, Camavinga, in this game because um, Ancelotti really needs to rotate and he's not doing it. And we have PSG the following week. I'm already looking forward to watching that game. Uh, looking forward also to seeing the fight for uh, avoiding relegation. And we have on Sunday a very important game. Cádiz Rayo Vallecano in the Carranza, four points away from safety for Cádiz. Uh, Sergio, right now, they really or he really needs a victory after three consecutive draws. Is not enough. Álvaro, and playing this Rayo Vallecano, they will be tired after the semifinal in Copa del Rey. They haven't won in the last seven in La Liga, five consecutive defeats also in La Liga. I think it's now or never for Cádiz. It is now or never, and this is a good chance for Cádiz. Uh, to start with, I think that it is ridiculous that La Liga has, La Liga has programmed this game so early on Sunday. I don't think, uh, I don't think that this is good, and uh, they could have sent this game to Monday. On Monday, Athletic Club Bilbao and Levante are playing, but Athletic played in the cup a day before Rayo Vallecano. Just, I don't understand why La Liga is doing these things. I mean, they are not doing Rayo a favor here, but coming into this game, yes, uh, this is a good chance for Cadiz, I believe. Uh, Rayo, they've been really bad in 2022. Uh, you know, it's not only the defense that worries me about Rayo Vallecano right now, it's also that uh, they don't play the free-flowing football that made them score lately. They didn't score a goal against Real Madrid. They didn't score a goal against Osasuna in the middle of February. They didn't score a goal against Athletic Club Bilbao uh, at the end of January. They didn't score a goal against Celta at the beginning of the month. So basically, Rayo, in the league, they have scored only one goal in the last five games. This is unsustainable. Someone has to step up. But they are going through a very rough patch and I don't think that they are going to have any trouble to stay in La Liga because they did the fantastic first half of the season. But yeah, there are some problems in there. Who knows? Maybe they win in the cup and if they beat Betis and they qualify, they feel like boosted with energy, confidence. But I find that very unlikely in the first place. And uh, secondly, I believe that they are going to be tired. So for this game, I know that Cadiz has been disappointing this season, slow in their play. Uh, none of the players are particularly shining. So... All that said, I think that this is one of the last chances that Cardiff will have to get three points at home. So I'm going to go for an Asian handicap plus 0.25 Cardiff in the first half. That pays 160. It's not a lot, I know. But that means that if they win the first half, you win. If they draw in the second, in the first half, sorry, you get half a win. Or I could go for an Asian, Asian handicap plus 0.25 for Cardiff in the game. That pays 175. And I believe that Cadiz is capable at least of getting a draw against Rayo this time. Even the double chance as uh, Dream Tree is flagging is good enough. We have very good odds for Cadiz. Elieza is asking you, Álvaro, if he can trust uh, Cadiz in the full time market with these very good odds. Uh, the thing is that I, you can mistrust Rayo, if that makes sense. So if you mistrust Rayo a little bit because they are not doing very well, I think that it's totally legitimate to us uh, to trust Cadiz. In fact, Cadiz got three draws in the last three games. That tells you that at least they have found some solidity. They drew with Celta uh, three weeks ago. They drew 
also the penultimate game that was against Getafe. And in the last game, they got a draw against Granada. So a team that gets three draws in a row, a team that is ready to face this Rayo Vallecano, definitely, certainly, yes. And if you go for the double chance, as Edu is flagging, well, I think that you are likely to maximize your money. But I'm offering you the decaffeinated double chance, which is the Asian handicap plus 0.25. I think that it is a little bit less, uh, more cautious, but the money in there is good enough as well. Be careful because Cadiz, they are the worst team playing at home in La Liga. No victories so far in their stadium. They changed the name and they are unable to win in the old uh, Ramon de Carranza. So be careful if you are going only for the full-time market. Perhaps uh, the decaf double chance, double chance in the first is half. good enough. Or Asian Handicap Zero, for instance, draw no bet for Cadiz. All are good bets. Then uh, we have... Elche, Barcelona. I'm reading a lot of uh, positive things, good things about this Barcelona. I was surprised. It's like, is Barcelona back into the semifinals of the Champions League, into the title race, as the president is saying? Not yet, but they are fourth in the standings. They've won the last three games, scoring four goals. Pedri is playing amazingly. Aubameyang is free flow scoring. And now they have a trip to Elche that uh, perhaps is tricky because Elche, they are quite all right. Actually, when they are playing at home, they won four out of the last five games, but they are coming from a heavy defeat against Levante. Well, Elche, they have done very well in 2022. That has to be said. Uh, this year, they have won four games in La Liga in 2022, which is a lot, which is a lot. We're still uh, at the beginning of March. Uh, I think that... Uh, there is no reason for me to think that Elche is going to be is going to do a bad game, but at the same time, uh, Barcelona has been impressive to me uh, lately, especially after what they did at San Paolo uh, in Napoli. Sorry, the Diego Armando Maradona ground in Napoli, uh, because they beat Napoli with a certain uh, not only style but a know-how as well, and this is something that Barcelona has been missing uh, as of late. Uh, there are two options here uh, that you can uh, you can be on board with me or you can go for the other ones, but I'm flagging two different options. You could go for the for the goals market, uh, because uh, the games of Barcelona, uh, they are likely to have many goals. I'm not saying who's going to win, but the goals market itself. For example, an over 1.5 goals in the second half of this game, that pays 193. Uh, I think that, that is very good. Uh, I think that that is something that may happen. Or Barcelona to score in both halves, even though this one is more biased towards Barcelona. That pays 217. I'm flagging these ones because this has been happening in the last three games of Barcelona. Uh, they scored four against Athletic de Bilbao. They scored four against Napoli. They scored four against Valencia in both halves. So this is a trend that is happening lately. So you can go for that one. I think that that is good enough. And away from home, Barcelona has been imposing their style as well or you can believe that Barcelona can win it then why don't why not to go to the halftime full-time market away and away meaning that Barcelona wins the first half and they keep their win in the second half that pays 217 so my options here are you go for the profligacy of goals many goals so therefore you go for the over 1.5 goals in the second half 193 or barcelona to score in both halves 217 or barcelona to win the game comfortably um, which case you should go for the halftime full-time market 
Many options then uh, if we expect goals uh, in the Martinez Valero or Barcelona also winning comfortably. Flip is going for Barcelona is a handicap minus one. Dream T for both teams to score. That is good. Also Blushar, Barca to win and both teams to score. If you compare it, um, there is a lot of comparison. Now, Alvaro, between Pedri and Zinedine Zidane, I'm no. so... I'm completely confused about the Spanish press and the Spanish media. The, the show is over. The show okay. is over now. I mean, let's wait, please. Zinedine Zidane is one of the best players in football history, guys. Let's wait. Okay, Pedri looks very good. Edwin, I tell you, I like the players like Pedri and I think that he can be important. He's already, he's already a fantastic footballer, okay? But Zinedine Zidane... He, he was a player, he was a probably one of the best players of the last 25 years, if not the best. So, little by little, please, little by little. It's crazy what <laughs> the Spanish media are yeah. doing with Pedri. Then, uh, on Sunday also, we have Celta de Vigo, Mallorca. Oh, this one is not uh, an easy one. Uh, no. the, Easy option, I would say, is trusting Celta, but the odds are not great. Uh, 1.85. Now they are only one victory in the last five games, and we know that this Celta is a team that uh, is a roller coaster. Actually, it's a team of strikes. But Mallorca also is not doing great as well. Five points away from the relegation spots. Uh, as you said, they lost in midweek against Real Sociedad. Oof, this one is difficult no? to find good odds. It is difficult. Maybe this is the, the kind of game mm, that presents a chance to minimize your losses. I mean, I or cannot. Not, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I look. I cannot back a, a Celta to win uh, with a 183 odds. If uh, the odds were like something like 2.2, 2.3, I could go for that. But uh, 183, mm, not uh, not good enough. And uh, let's don't forget one thing: Celta has won only four games at home this season. You cannot trust Delta completely to win this game to the point that the odds are 183. I think that that would be too much. I will go for different markets, like for example, over two goals in this game. I think that this can happen because Delta defensively is not brilliant, uh, but at the same time, they score goals. So over two goals, 172, why not? I think that this is more likely than a win of Delta. And I could stay there. Uh, Delta to win 183. Again, uh, for a team that has won only four times at home this season, the odds are low. So over two goals, 172, this is what I like best. Yeah, there are no great odds. Actually, Dream Tree is going for Celta de Vigo to win, but uh, be aware as well uh, about this. Uh, as Alvaro is saying, because uh, Celta, they are not reliable playing at Balaidos. Uh, on Sunday, we have a very, very good game. Betis, Atletico de Madrid. This is a key game for the... Champions League battle because uh, after the defeat in the derby, if Betis lose this one, they can uh, get out of the top four. And we haven't seen this in many, many, many weeks in La Liga. Perhaps also, Álvaro, they are tired playing Europa League. They are going to face Eintracht Frankfurt the following week. They are playing Rayo in the Copa del Rey semi-final and this Atletico Madrid after the defeat against uh, Levante at least they look more solid keeping clean sheets and this is uh, something new for them this season. A very important game for Atletico de Madrid because if they beat Petis they will take them over in the table and they will they will overtake them in the table sorry. So this is a very important game for Atletico de Madrid because he can uh, you know 
maybe or Atletico can send a message to all the La Liga clubs, you know, we are kind of back and we are doing better. We have won the last two games, which will be three if they beat Betis again. And, you know, they will be already in contention or they will be in contention again uh, for championship because they will put themselves in the top four if they beat Betis. I think Betis this season is uh, showing some tiredness right now. Against Sevilla, I think Sevilla was better than them, really. Betis had more possession, but Sevilla shot more times on target. Uh, Sevilla deserves to win that game. Uh, Betis doesn't have a goalkeeper of the quality of uh, Courtois or Bono or uh, Jan Oblak. And I think that this can cost Betis a little bit in uh, the tight games or as the season goes by. Still, I like what Betis are doing. They are on course to play two finals in Sevilla this season. Uh, one of the Europa League, one of the Copa del Rey. Let's see what happens in the Copa del Rey. But I think that Atletico is getting slightly better. And I know that for this game, there are some casualties that Atletico will have to deal with. I think that uh, Condogbia won't be playing. Um, also, Hermoso will be out. It's not that Hermoso is the best defender of Atletico de Madrid, but he will be out. Savage is doubtful, so maybe uh, Simeone will have to create a makeshift defense to improvise a new defense. Uh, but yeah, I think that Atletico has been improving lately. Canales is out for Betis, and Canales is a little bit like Mikel Merino is for Real Sociedad. When Canales plays well, Betis plays well. When Canales doesn't feature, Betis is missing him. So, for this game, I could go for an Asian handicap zero for Atletico in the first half. That pays 180. Uh, I think that that is about right. If they win it, you win. If they throw it, you get a stake refund. So, it's rather cautious. Uh, I like both teams to score in this game as well. Or over 2.25 goals. I like that one too. That pays in the region of 180 as well. Uh, but if you want to go for the goals market completely and uh, you mistrust Atletico defense as much as I mistrust it and you trust <laughs> on Betis to score at least one goal at home, something like that, over 2.5 goals, that pays 2.0 and it's a very good bet as well. So as you can see, in this game, I'm going mainly for the goals market. Uh, a season ago, I wouldn't have done it because Atletico was very good defensively. But right now, I think that it's kind of uh, reasonable to believe that at Betis ground, normally it's very, it's very likely to see goals, uh, no matter who the opponent is. And this time, we're going to see goals. So, over 2.5 goals, 2.0. I like that one. And also, our friends are going for that, actually. Blue Shark, over 2.5 goals, uh, both teams to score. For Ankur or for Flippy, Eliesa is saying draw at full time. Well, as Alvaro is saying, it's kind of difficult to predict this game uh, for sure. I think Atletico could be considered favorites, especially because Betis, they are playing a very, very important game on Thursday. They are one step away from playing the Copa del Rey final and it's going to be played in Sevilla. And it's been weeks, actually, that they've been targeting did this competition because it's very easy for them to touch silverware so many years after but also they can qualify for the champions league so this is a very very important game betis atletico de madrid and our last game is athletic levante we are seeing the resurrection of levante from the dead it was a dead team but now they are kind of alive, no? Seven points in the last three games after the victory against Elche. Still, they are so far away from safety. I think it's too late for Levante 
to for a comeback, but if they are dreaming for a comeback, they also need to take points from uh, San Mames. I'm not sure if Athletic, Alvaro, uh, they are still in shock or they will be still in shock after the defeat in the semifinal of the Copa Rey. A little bit. I think I really think so. Uh, they, even though Marcelino didn't want this, uh, Athletic Club Bilbao fan base and probably the players and probably the club as an institution uh, put a lot of eggs in uh, the Copa del Rey basket. And now they are out of the Spanish Cup after being beaten by Valencia. The truth is that Valencia maybe deserves to qualify uh, after 180 minutes game, uh, 80 minutes, sorry. And, uh, you know, the defeat against uh, Valencia has been very, very, very disappointing. Uh, uh, also, Europe is not uh, exactly close for Athletic Club Bilbao. If you look at the table, European places are uh, seven points away. Uh, from Athletic and the likes of Villarreal uh, are pushing really hard as well to uh, put themselves uh, among the best six teams of La Liga. I don't know if the club, Athletic Club Bilbao, are going to find the motivation to fight for the sixth spot uh, after having put, as I said before, so much enthusiasm in the cup. So maybe this game is a little bit of a, an opportunity for Levante. Uh, because Athletic lost against Valencia, they will be a bit upset, as I said. Uh, Levante beat Elche 3-0 in the last game. And just to tell you, the, the threatening power of Levante, they have scored only one goal less than Athletic Club Bilbao this season. Athletic Club Bilbao this season is kind of neighboring European places. Levante is rock bottom of the table, but still they are scoring a big deal, a good amount of goals. So for this game, I could go for the over 2.5 goals. I like that one. 197, considering that Levante uses two score and Athletic Club Bilbao score at, at home does it as well. Uh, the double chance for Levante, I flag it, but I wouldn't put my money in there mm -hmm. because in the same way that uh, before I say that I cannot trust, for example, Celta completely to win at home, uh, and the odds I found them maybe a little bit uh, low. Uh, athletic at home, normally they are decent, and Levante away has been really poor, but the double chance is there for you, 257. The truth is that it's very good money, but as I said before, what I pack personally would be the over 2.5 goals, 197, and normally, Athletic Club Bilbao attacks more at home than their opponent. I say this many times, and normally this tends to happen. They take more corners than their opponent. So, Asian Handicap Corners, minus two for Athletic, 183. We always like the Asian Handicap uh, Corners uh, in uh, Alvaro's shows. Uh, it's kind of far away, actually, Athletic, from the six uh, spots, uh, seven points. So we have to see how they deal with the rest of the season without uh, any specific target. Um, then, Alvaro, I think everyone is expecting your ACA because you are so good lately with your ACAs. You, you've been always good, but <laughs> lately it's uh, even impressive. Well, let's hope. Let's hope that we can keep that way, okay? Uh, my ACA will be over two goals in Espanyol Getafe, Valencia to win. Barcelona to score in both halves and over 2.25 goals in Betis Atletico. It's a high ACA this time. It pays 14.22. Mm -hmm. You put some Asian handicap for the goals market in the Betis Atletico de Madrid. Yeah. Take a good look to that ACA and uh, we will see in the following week if again you've been right. 
because we have Champions League and we have Europa League the following week. Álvaro, let's enjoy one week more de La Liga and see you next week. Thank you. Gracias. Take care, guys. All the best for you.